Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's, episode number 41. I am your host, Dee's. With me, as always, Dylan. <sighs> yeah, let's get it over with. Yeah. <clears throat> Much pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. So, Steelers season's done. Losing to the fucking Browns in the wildcard game at home. I got to be honest. It... It didn't hurt me as much as I thought it might. Okay. I mean, it it did hurt, um, but I, I guess in the back of my head, I I just wasn't surprised for for a few reasons. Uh, one of which being, I mean, we've seen them play like shit many times this yeah. year, even in some wins. But more so than any of that. And I've said it before, and I know it's not going to change. I, I just, I, it's not. I'm fucking done with Mike Tomlin. I won't go that far. I'm done with Fickner for sure. Oh yeah, I'm definitely done with Fickner, fecal fucking fuckface. <laughs> but no, I mean, what has Tomlin done in the postseason? Won a Super Bowl. When? Twelve years ago, two thousand eight, with ago. primarily Cowers players. All right, went to a title game a few years okay, ago. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Can you think of a single coach in history that has done less with more talent? Um, if we're talking postseason, which I'm sure is what yeah. you're getting at, Marty, yeah, yeah, he always got a great regular season record. One, one of the best, Marty Schottenheimer. Okay, there's one. Okay. Um, Andy Reid for up until a few years ago, but again, over. Uh, but Andy Reid, I mean, look at the just the regular season win percentage, and I mean, we can talk about all the letdowns against bad teams. I mean, that's there's actually a stat for that for Mike Tomlin, uh, playing against losing teams on the road, and w- we underperform. But in it, we've got three playoff wins in the last ten years. With a Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame center, numerous very, very good receivers. If not, I mean, they're not all Hall of Famers, but they're good. Mm-hmm. We've had good running backs, not great. Although Le'Veon was great, but I even you, you say Schottenheimer, but I can't think of a roster that they had that was as loaded as Pittsburgh has had in in the past. And Tomlin gets to the playoffs, and I can. The last year with the Chargers when they went like fourteen and two. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. No, I'll give you Schottenheimer. But he's he's, one. he's he's right there. Yeah. But to have, I mean, 
I don't, I, I don't know. I can't pinpoint what, but it's just his teams underperform and you can point at the players and everything. And that's fine for a while. But when it's consistent, either a, the players aren't as good as we say they are, which I mean, if you just look at statistics and pro bowl selections and all pros and things of that nature, that's not right. Right. Uh, and we already kind of know uh, secondhand knowledge about the shit show that he allowed to go on with, with Antonio Brown, basically giving him carte blanche and, you know, nobody really talked about it until some of the players that are no longer there talked about it after the fact. Mm-hmm. It's just... I, you can definitely criticize him for, like, the culture is certainly damaged. Like Brown how, and Bell dinged it, and Juju, who I used to love, and he's a great player, but he's... And I don't think he's a bad guy, but he's a little... Well, he's yeah, definitely immature. But that's where that's where we are right now yeah. in, in society with the whole TikTok and social media craze. I don't really have a whole lot of problem with Juju because, I mean, yeah, people are going to – the one play where he got – he danced on the logo and then, like, one of his first catches, he fumbles. First of all, he got rocked. Mm-hmm. But uh, they didn't lose that game because Juju danced on the logo. No, and they didn't lose the Browns game because Juju said the Browns is the Browns. I mean, mm-hmm. they maybe it fired him up, but uh, every talking head that would get in front of a microphone basically said Pittsburgh was going to beat them because they didn't have a coach, they didn't have their starting left guard, blah blah blah. So you can't say that. Oh well, Juju opened his mouth and it motivated him. No, everybody motivated him because everybody was saying that the Browns were going to lose. But back to my, I, I just get so frustrated because these these players. I mean, Ben, yeah, Ben had a bad game. A lot of that I blame on the offensive coordinator, but at some point you have to look at the coach when when it's just time after time after time. We have this amazing regular season, then we get to the playoffs and we fall flat. Look, 2017, that loss to the Jaguars. We were 13-3 and three that yeah. year, and we lost to the Jaguars' first playoff game. It's just, it's happened. Uh, t- Tim... Tebow, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. That game, we should have annihilated Denver. It shouldn't even went to overtime to allow the 80-yard first play, which I got to relive all day Saturday because everybody was posting on Twitter because it was the anniversary. Mm. It's just, I, like I said, I I just ex- that's I didn't expect to lose or, or at least wasn't prepared to lose because I was of, the, of the way that we had been playing. It was more of my fear that Tomlin, in when he gets to the playoffs, pretty much sits the bed. I think the two years that Tomlin's teams made it to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. were in spite of him, not because of him. I, I really do. It's okay. just, I mean, it, let's go back to the third quarter. We're down 12. Yes, that we, was fucking stupid. All the momentum in the fucking world mm-hmm. on our side. The offense w- was churning it out. And it's fourth and one, and you at midfield, and you a try to draw them off sides, and that doesn't work. And then you take a penalty and kick it, and what happens? Cleveland goes right down the field. Game over. Yeah. If you don't have the guts to go for it, down only two scores at midfield with that roster, when when like I said, all the momentum in the world is on your side, you have pretty much dominated the last quarter and a half 
if you miss it, whatever. But at least go down swinging. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland showed that they had the firepower to fucking score. They were just they were in a lull. So you step on their throats. If we go for it and get it and go down there and score, mm-hmm. it's a whole different game. Yeah. And at that point, I honestly think the pressure would have would have got to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, we're now it's only, happening. Yeah. We're we're now. Cleveland is about to Cleveland, but no, the he got gutless and punted it away and relied on his defense, which, with the exception of the last few possessions, hadn't really done much to stop him. No. So you have to take advantage of the the momentum that you have at that point in the game. And, and then the other thing, and it hasn't been confirmed, I'm just going off of what I read online, that supposedly Jerry Dulac, who is a prominent Pittsburgh sports writer, mm-hmm. and again, uh, I don't subscribe to their service so i couldn't actually click the article i'm just going off of secondhand tweet knowledge but he's saying that mike tomlin called all the defensive plays a why and b then he needs to be fired because he just gave up 48 fucking points to the cleveland browns and why in god's name when they have one one receiver on the field Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. one. Do you cover him with Robert fucking Spillane? You have four defensive backs yeah. on the field. And he gets covered in the underneath by Robert Spillane. Oh, but it was a zone defense. I don't give a fuck. You have to be smart enough to know that you can't put a linebacker on a receiver, especially if it's the only receiver in the game. Right. You just can't. And what happened? He catches it on a little drag route, and he's fucking gone. And then it happened later on a cr- critical third down. Mm-hmm. Exact same play, exact same coverage. Robert Spillane gets fucking schooled. Mm. The exact same play happened against Buffalo, mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs, except for it was Avery Williamson. Oh, okay. Their number one receiver. Yeah. Both cases covered by a linebacker. It's just, it's absolutely insane. Even Shazir, with all of his speed, I wouldn't feel yeah, comfortable. No. You just no. don't do that. That's every quarterback in the history of fucking quarterbacking knows that as soon as you see a linebacker on your wide receiver, you just you throw it to him. Mm-hmm. You lead him and throw it to him because no linebacker is keeping up with any elite wide receiver or even semi elite wide receiver. You know, Stephon Diggs is one thing. Jarvis Landry is not super fast, but he's faster than Robert Spillane. Right. And it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. So did you, I don't know how soon you turned off the game, but you've probably seen afterwards Ben and Pouncey on the bench. Yeah. Uh, Do you you think he's done? (sighs) I've been going back and forth on this. Um, I do. Yeah, I think when it's all said and done, I think in in the in that moment he was one hundred percent honest. Yeah, and I believe that he just doesn't have it in him anymore. Very very inaccurate. I yeah, mean, he put up big numbers, but he threw sixty eight passes, and he made some good passes in that game. I mean, but... with the ex- you take away the picks, mm-hmm. one of which shouldn't have been a pick, Deontay. 
Yeah, it was a little high. Should have caught it, mm-hmm. but it, he didn't. Um, but yeah, the other ones were kind of bad. But he still look. Say what you want about four picks. Only one other time in NFL history has a player thrown for over 500 yards in a postseason game. Hmm. So the guy can still throw, and I don't necessarily say that I, I want him to retire because of that. It's just I also know that next year's team is going to be vastly different. Mm-hmm. We have like 24 something like that free agents and big names. Yeah, Villanueva, um, Dupree, Dupree, Juju, uh, Mike Hilton, Cam Sutton, Connor. Um, yeah, James Connor. I mean, the list goes on and on. There are at least I would say of the players that played significant downs this year, more than half of them are free agents. I mean, it's it's going to be bad, yeah. and and we're already over the cap, so. And the cap's probably going to be lower next year. Well, but they're speculating now that it's going to be probably the same. Okay, is what they're saying that they know that it's going to create a lot of problems if they lower it much more than it is. So it's the belief of those in the know that they are going to do everything in their power to at least keep it flat. So where it, it if it goes down, it's it's only a mill or two here. Mm. Um, but yeah, and that. That that decision and that announcement, I think, is going to shape what what Pittsburgh does. Um, now they can. That's it. Let's say Ben wants to play. The smart thing to do would be to sign him to an extension with avoidable years. Mm-hmm. You sign him to a four-year extension or whatever at a low number, with three voidable years. So basically, he's only on a cap hit for one. And they can make it to where they save, I think it's like nineteen million. The way that they can do it, but and then like I said, Connor's gone. I, I don't think they'll no even try to bring him back. No, um, Juju wants to come back. Ben, if he's there, wants definitely wants him there, and I want him there. He's a hell of a player. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I wish he would chill a little bit on the TikTok, but. I also understand that it's 2020 and 21 now that that's not going to happen. That's, I mean, he's marketed himself fine. Uh, I would rather have that than having him throw fucking furniture off of a 10th story hotel window. You know what I mean? Like, give me, give me a guy like Juju over a guy like Antonio Brown off the field. Sure. All day, every day, twice on Sunday. I, I can handle that. Um, but like I said, it's, it's just, it's going to be a, I think, a bad offseason. And next year's schedule is not going to be uh, any easier. We've got um, the NFC Central. Central? North. God damn, I was going to yeah, say North. what? So we got the Packers and uh, the Vikings, Bears, and, and Lions. And then all the first-place teams, of course. So KC, Buffalo. Um, yeah, it's... Our schedule, I think, is going to be pretty brutal next year. Yeah. But Cleveland and and Baltimore are, you know, they're here. Yeah. Cincinnati with a healthy Joe Burrow, I would imagine, is only going to get better, at least a little better, I would think. Marginally better. I mean, yeah. they still have Zach Taylor as their head coach. Yeah. And and, no and indoor practice facility. Uh, so. More so it's the owner than it is the coach. Right. Um. And, yeah, I mean, this all – it all goes to Ben as to whether or not he comes back because uh, if Ben goes, Pouncey's gone. Yeah. 
so and again i i'd, I'd have to see what that's going to do contract wise and it if we save that money or at least some of that money that's going to help but now we're we're rebuilding the offensive line which it's time to do anyway mm-hmm. villanueva as well as he's played in the past this year was not a good year for him no and i see people on there talking and my brother included oh but they had the best pass uh protection protection all year well yeah you're throwing the ball in 1.7 seconds i mean or or 2.14 i think was the official number so yeah you're not going to give up many sacks you want to see how good the offensive line is look at the running game worst in the league yeah worst And, and that can't happen and so the offensive line needs retooled at least um i think big al needs to go uh filer and uh, dotson i think is yeah is the future at left guard i don't know so much about filer he didn't have a really good game Um, makes you wonder why dotson didn't start yeah uh, because dotson has been in one of the lone bright spots on that offensive line Mm. Uh, marquise pouncey i mean yeah first snap sails it over his head but i get it he's you know thinking about getting out there to that linebacker mistakes like that happen but he got blown off the ball last night or last night Sunday night uh, especially in that that telegraphed run to Derek Watt the second one mm-hmm. he got he was not Pouncey was the reason that play didn't work yeah he was in the backfield before Watt even got I mean he got blown up mm. and I love Marquise Pouncey he's been one of the best centers in football for all the, the years that he's been there but Maybe it's time we start looking for a new center. Hmm. And, again, if Ben retires, we're going to have to. Yeah. Because Pouncey has said for the last three or four years, when when Ben goes, I go. Hmm. So I would almost bet that if Ben announces that he's retiring, you're going to hear Pouncey say the same thing probably within two to three days. Hmm. I just I, He don't want to play with without Ben, and I don't think Ben wants to play without Pouncey. Right. So if – if Pouncey comes out tomorrow and, and retires, mm-hmm. then you can bank on Ben not coming back. Right. Um, like I said, I'd like Juju back, but I also understand the gravity of the situation and, and the money money there, unless they m- make some major moves and restructures. And even then, I, I think it's going to be difficult. And I, another thing I saw, uh, Deshaun Watson, which mm. we can go ahead and just transition into that. Um, the Pittsburgh is the Vegas favorite to land Deshaun Watson. How exactly would I love it? Oh my God. Yeah. I would fucking jerk off every day to the thought of Deshaun Watson coming over. Absolutely. But it, I, it's, I don't see how it's even fiscally re- or possible. I just don't question though. If Vegas obviously knows a lot of shit though, would does that lead you to believe that Ben is definitely retiring then? No, I, I think it's it's pure speculation. Okay. But again, after watching that little clip and seeing Ben, you know, sitting on the sidelines, uh, I, I think he, he's definitely leaning that way. Yeah. You know, he talks, you know, he's going to leave it up to God first. And, you know, he just, it, he's going to need to let this digest. And, I mean, we may not know. I would like to think we'll know before the draft. 
in April. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and possibly even before the fiscal league year in March. So I would say after the Super Bowl, within the, the I I would say the third week of February, we'll probably know one way or another if he's gonna go yay or nay. If I had to, you know, gun to my head, make a decision, what I think right now, I think he's done. I would probably bet that way as well, yeah. But I also know that he is a competitor, and, you know, part of me thinks, now nah, I'm not going out like that. Now, <laughs> I don't want to see him come back next year with a shell of a roster and just further tarnish his legacy by getting destroyed. Yeah, like uh, your brother yesterday sent me a text. It was just a picture of him on the bench, and then under it said, Ben can't go out like that. I'm like, okay, but if he comes back, he might go out in a way that's even, even worse. Even worse, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it, it's a possibility. Uh, I got to imagine that before an ultimate decision is made, he's going to sit down with Rooney and Tomlin and and basically say, look – if I'm coming back, this has to happen. This has to change, blah, blah, blah. And if I'm Ben, the first thing I say is Randy Feekner's got to fucking go. Right. His offense was predictable and shitty, and and the offensive line coach, he's got to go. Yeah. That same, for the most part, same group mm-hmm. under Mike Munchak was dominant. Yeah. And I realize they're a little bit older now, but – you can't tell me that that position coaches don't matter because those same guys under Mike Munchak were a great offensive line. Our, our offensive line sucked, and then Mike Munchak showed up. And, and it became one of the best. Yeah. I mean, Pouncey was always good, but everybody else, especially at the tackle position, iffy at best. We, DeCastro was good, too, but our tackles were always, what the fuck? And then Mike Munchak shows up, boom, we're awesome. Yeah. Mike Munchak leaves, and it's just – and say what you want. Well, Olivia and Bell's not there. James Conner's not a bad running back. No. Our offensive line just was that bad at, at opening holes for him to hit right off the bat. Um, You've seen when Conner was rolling, he would get bust some big yards. It's just the problem was halftime he couldn't get off the line of scrimmage because the offensive line got – you know, just whether it's technique or whatever, got blown off. So, yeah – they have to sit down, figure out, look, here is what we are going to do, you know, or, or what is it going to take to get you to play one more time? What do we have to do? What do we have to change? How do we improve? And then they can start to maybe work some money magic. I'm, I'm again, cautiously and probably overly optimistic, but I think there's one more shot at this. If they do it right, they're they're gonna have to do some shuffling and and some people are gonna have to make some sacrifices. But they they do the window, while it isn't it isn't wide open the way it was this year. Mm-hmm. Th- there's still a draft coming through that window. They can still make it happen. It's just everybody's got to be on the same page and the, and they got to make it happen. I uh I had this thought too during the game. Um, almost beating the Browns with our JV squad was probably the worst thing that could have possibly happened to us. Uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. I, I think it gave them a little too much confidence. Right. And the Browns coming in with no head coach and that offensive lineman who Baker Mayfield met that the starting left guard, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield met him before the game on <sighs> the field. Wow. Because they had all the issues and didn't practice. So mm-hmm. they had never met until 
that got to the stadium. Uh, Kevin Stefanski yeah. still hasn't met him. He was wow. literally signed off of somebody else's practice squad. Jesus. Yeah, the head coach has not met the guy that basically one of your stars because it held Pittsburgh without a sack wow. for the first time all year. Pittsburgh didn't get a sack and barely even got pressure on Mayfield, which, again. A lot of that, though, to be fair, has to do with they were getting the ball out really quick, too. Right, and they've got a great running game, but we've been one of the best defenses all year. Yeah. And we've played some quarterbacks that get the ball out quick. You know, I Philip Rivers and I mean and you give up forty eight points, which again, this goes back to if Mike Tomlin called the whole defense and that's the first time that's happened, or uh, I want an explanation, like well, what the fuck? What if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And it, it was just sickening. Like I said, I I actually turned it off when it was twenty eight. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the fourth down, which, again, to me, that was the make-or-break moment. And and that, among other many, many things, is my I Mike Tomlin's got to go. Because if you are too gutless to go for it on fourth and one, when you have all the momentum in the world and a playoff game at the fucking 50-yard line, then you don't deserve to be coaching the NFL. Get the fuck off my team. Anyway, I did end up turning it back on. We were still within two scores, but... Again, let him go right down the field, and then Ben throws another pick. I mean, it was just – I almost had to laugh. I mean, it was just like – Yeah. I Yeah. And it just it, – I don't know. It sucks. It was, it was definitely one of, if not the most disappointing game, postseason game I've ever watched for the sole purpose – reason that expectations and – you know, I've I've been through some heartbreakers. I was going to ask you. San Diego Chargers in 94, uh, obviously the Super Bowl in 95, uh, AFC title game, several, but the one. Ben's first one, yeah. Yeah, but Ben was a rookie, but. Uh, I was actually going to ask you before the show started. I already had that question kind of in my head. It's where this ranked. It's up you. there. It's way up there uh. just because of expectation. And because I know that you know the the sun is setting, or, or, or for Big Ben, the you know sun's getting low, big guy, you know, yeah, those deals. That's so why it, earlier when you said it didn't hurt you that bad, I'm like, it, it I mean, lingered with me for a, it, yeah. No, yeah, it hurt me, it hurt bad, but it didn't surprise you. Yeah, I yeah. was I was ready for it, almost like, you know, somebody close to you, you when you. you you know they're they're sick and they could literally go at any minute. You're you're mentally prepared for it. Yeah, and I was, and especially first play of the game, we give up a touchdown. I was just I, I immediately shut it off. I, I not the game like emotion right. like this is it. It's yeah. over. Like we're coming out like that, and so I just I didn't let it happen. And the little bit of excitement that built in the third when we got up, I was like, no, I'm not even. Not going to happen. And then, of course, I was proven right. Yeah. Almost instantly. Um, but as far as overall disappointment of the loss, yeah, this is definitely way up on the list. Way up there just because of expectations. And it's the fucking Browns. And it's the Browns. You know, they're. And I, man, I, 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 for a fleeting moment, 
in that third quarter, I thought, man, they're going to do it. I know. And I can't wait to talk about it. And, and it's literally the most Browns thing ever that they're going to collapse. And, of course, they didn't. Mm. And, and But Chase Claypool is right. They're going to get fucking clapped this weekend. They better anyway. Right. Uh, Let's go Buffalo. Yeah, so that being said. Oh, wait, no, that's Kansas City, not Buffalo. My bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my take on the Steelers, and like I said, very disappointed, but I'm going to go into the offseason very, 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 very cautiously optimistic, and number one on my wish list is, is Feekner. If they don't get rid of Feekner, uh, yeah. I'm done. I, I'm just – I'm not investing the kind of time and emotion that I – typically do because i'm just done with him if tomlin doesn't fucking get rid of him then i want him gone too but he won't because tomlin gets a free pass and i hate to say it i'm not racist but he's black and he'll never get fired from the Roonies because the rule was named after him unless he just tanks his ass off for multiple seasons in a row that's just fact he's not going anywhere he's gonna have to have i don't agree with that but all right dude how long have you been? We went 12 and four. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he's going to go this year. Right. But uh, we went through a lot of thin years with Cower too. Yeah. How many franchise quarterbacks did Bill Cower have? He had one at the end. Four. A whole. Three years. Three. Yeah. Three seasons. He had him his rookie year. Then he won a Super Bowl. And then the next year, they obviously had a lot of injuries, but typical Super Bowl hangover. Other than that, I'll tell you this. If Bill Cower had been the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers all this time, mm-hmm. I bet we would have won at least four Super Bowls since 2005 with that talent. Because everybody says, well, Cower only won one. Cower had fucking Mike Tomzak, Cordell Stewart, Kent Graham, Tommy Maddox. Give him a franchise quarterback with the defenses Cower had, with Jerome Bettis when he was in his prime, Heinz Ward, Plexico Burris. Mm. Dude. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'd say he'd, he'd definitely probably have another one. Yeah. At, least At least one yeah. more. Probably They definitely would have won in 2008. Probably would have won. 2011. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, 2017 when they're 13 and three. I mean, yeah. So anybody that wants to throw that up, just keep in mind, Bill Cower never had a fucking quarterback from most of, from 1992 until night or 2000 and, Four. Bill Cowher's quarterbacks read like a who's who of quarterbacks that should be backups. Yeah, more, more of a who's not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Neil O'Donnell, what did he do when he left Pittsburgh? Went out one in 15 yeah, with the Jets. Yeah, not or? a fucking thing other than make way more money than he should have. Then we had, like, again, Mike Tomzak, Kent Graham, Cordell Stewart, Tommy Maddox, um, I know there's a couple other shitty ones in there. Maybe you can help. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Got to be one or two others. T. Martin started a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see any coach win multiple championships with that roster of quarterback. Mm. Or any, any championship. Okay, I can't say that because Trent Dilfer won one. But, of all course, right. he had probably the second or third greatest defense of all time right 
Yeah, fuck you, Baltimore. You're not number one. It goes Pittsburgh, 85 Bears, 78 Steelers, 85 Bears, then the 2,000 Ravens. Eat a dick. Facts. Okay. So, yeah, again, Cower coaching this team for for the whole time that Tomlin's been there. Uh, Guaranteed we'd have more than one Super Bowl championship since 2006 when when Cower left. Guaranteed. Uh, Not a... Shadow of a doubt in my mind. Anyway, so um, I guess before we get into the rest of the playoff games, uh, talk about the other big news. First off, back to Deshaun Watson. What the fuck is Houston doing? I don't know. Uh, how can you not talk to your franchise quarterback who literally, who just signed a big extension yeah. because he trusted in you? And he even said that part of the reason that he signed that extension was that they told him, yes, you are going to have some influence on this organization. And then they go ahead and, no, thanks. We're good. We don't need to talk to you. We're just going to, here's your new GM. He's going to hire your coach, and you don't have any say about that either. Yeah. And he wants out, and I don't blame him. I don't either. Especially after the Bill O'Brien debacle. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, how – and. He's got a no-trade clause, mm-hmm. but that's more for his protection than anything else. He could say, look, you either trade me or you know, right. I'll sit out and not get paid. I don't care. Mm. And it might eventually come to that, but that is a organization definitely trending in the wrong direction. Definitely. Um, and like I said earlier, I would give a hand job to a midget in the town square on Sunday if Pittsburgh could get Deshaun Watson. It's not going to happen because we can't afford it. But I, I would welcome it with open arms. Maybe at the little package that includes J.J. Watt. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I know, wishful thinking. Right. Um. So yeah, it'll be in- very, very interesting to see how that plays out because I mean, I think it's safe to say Deshaun Watson is one of the better quarterbacks in the league, without question. Yeah. And I would take him a million times out of a million over Lamar Jackson. I, I would too. I don't care what anybody says. Lamar Jackson is not a good quarterback. Great athlete. Not a good quarterback. Deshaun Watson is a great athletic quarterback. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. would I would much rather have Watson he is than a, Lamar. He yeah. a slightly slower version of Lamar Jackson, but he's way smarter, and he's a way better field general-style quarterback. Mm-hmm. Much Period. more accurate, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, again, we'll be watching that closely. Other big news, very unexpected as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. is Doug Peterson getting shit canned. Yeah, they waited a week. Yeah. Like, why? Well, I, the speculation is, is that Sunday night, that's when the news kind of leaked out that Peterson was going to meet with uh, Jeffrey Lurie. I saw that. And Howie L- Roseman. And they even said and then, if it doesn't go well, he could be let go. The speculation I heard is that the Eagles leaked that out. That way, it wouldn't be a shocker the next day if he ended up getting fired. And the other part of that was, again, speculation, you know, for sure. But um, apparently the meeting essentially went like this. Okay, so, yeah, we want to start doing this and this and this. And Peterson said, "Uh, no, I want a Super Bowl. I'm tired of you people telling me what to do. Um, we're going to tell you what to do. I did read that. Well, then fire me. Okay, then we're going to fire you. That's basically what happened. Now, how much of that do you think is over the Wentz deal? Like, do you think 
Doug Peterson wanted to go away from Wentz, and they didn't, which would make sense because they just paid him $136 fucking million. Do you think they said, look, you make it work with this kid, and he's like, no, you're not going to tell me to do that. I quit or, or fire me or whatever. Uh, very well could be. Because literally you just – I nobody's going to trade for that guy. Not at those contract numbers. I no don't, fucking way. It's just way. not going to happen. No. So if that is kind of the way that it went, I'm willing to bet that that's the way that it went. It was like, look, yeah. this is our quarterback. At the very least, you got to start him this year and make him better and get him right. So then we can trade him. Mm-hmm. You know, because right now he's a pile of shit that yeah. cost $136 million. And nobody's going to buy. Right. You get him out there and make him look good. Then we can get some value for him. And I think it came down to Peterson saying, no, I, I'm done with this guy. I don't want to win with him or don't mm-hmm. want to make him win. I want Jalen Hurts or whoever. Sudfeld. Yeah. Na- yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> champion of champions. Nate Sudfeld, Sudfeld, whatever. See, I didn't forget. <coughs> Sudafed. Sudafed. Yeah. Sudafeld. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a shock, but, and I saw, and it, Sal Palantonio was on one of the ESPN shows this morning. That's not weird. No, I know. But he was, and he made a good point. He's like, who's going to want that job? I know. Right. Like they're old mm-hmm. for the most part. They're in salary cap hell, mm-hmm. much like we are. They have a quarterback that they just gave a huge contract to who doesn't look good at all. No. I mean, you're literally walking into a quarterback controversy if you're the new coach. So, And you're forgetting a very important factor. you got to deal with Philadelphia media and fans. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Th- and that too. Um, so, yeah, like I made a joke a few years ago about the Raiders and their bullshit, and I said they're not going to be able to get another coach. Well, they ended up getting Gruden. but Had to pay him a shit ton of money and get him exactly, a 10-year contract. Exactly. And full control, and yeah. It, the only one, I know that supposedly they were in contact with Lincoln Riley within hours of firing Doug Peterson. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's the way they're going to have to go. It's I think they're going to have to go outside the league or, or a lesser known guy and say, you know, here you go. Maybe even like a special teams coach. Yeah, because like I, I can't see any of these big name coordinators that are on the rise like uh, Eric Bieniemy or or whatever trying to plant his flag on that pile of shit. Right. Yeah, if you have options probably not. Yeah, it's it's going to take a little more time to rebuild and right that ship. And if you're a, a new up and coming coach, the last thing you want to do is walk into salary cap hell with a quarterback controversy. Right. So, yeah, I I don't know what they're going to do if Link, you know, Lincoln Riley is a possibility, but only because why would you want to leave Oklahoma, though? I, I wouldn't. Yeah. For for that kind of program, if I'm going to leave a college program where I've pretty much got it made, I damn sure ain't leaving it for that kind of a project. I'm mm. going to leave it for a, a program that, okay, you guys are young. You've got a little room to play with. Yeah. Picks I, and cap room. Uh, yeah. I think in a few Fair years memory. I can turn this into a championship quali- caliber team, mm. not – walking into a, an organization that is definitely on the downward slide and mm-hmm. going towards a full rebuild very soon, probably. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. A bad move I, on Philly's part. I think that they should have found a way to, to make that work. I just, I don't know. I wasn't in the room, so I don't know what to say, but all right. 
Uh, again, before we get into the rest of the NFL playoffs, college football is finally over, and yawn. Alabama is the national championship again. Uh, yeah, it's getting kind of ridiculous. I did figure something out though. I did watch it for a little, little bit. Did not watch it down. I did figure one part out. What's up? When I turned it on and I was watching the game, you know, you sit there and say, oh, I don't give a shit about who wins this game. Uh-huh. But then when you start to watch it, you feel certain emotions one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I figured it out. What's up? I was, I hate Ohio State more than I hate Alabama. No shit. Yes. Wow. Okay. I, I don't know why. Maybe because I, I see and hear more Ohio State fans uh-huh. being that we're in the Midwest. But yeah, I... Granted, I still hate Alabama. I just apparently, I hate them slightly less than I hate Oklahoma. I have to admit, they're kind of in the same boat. Those two <sighs> in Notre Dame are really... Yeah, don't get me wrong. I am i wasn't cheering for them. I just was happy that they were beating the dog shit out of Ohio State. I get what you mean. I mean, I... Saban, I... <sighs> I mean, I guess we talk about how, hey, you got it made at your college program, and no one has it made better than fucking Nick Saban, obviously. But yeah, I mean, does he literally does he do anything when he goes on a recruiting trip? Does he? Hey, does he? Does he even go on a recruiting trip? He says he does, but I mean, at this point, just drop the scholarship. That's off, what I'm walk saying. Away. He literally just walks into the house. Mom, Dad, how you doing? Nick Saban. Here you go, son. Here's the paperwork. I'll be in the truck. Yeah, like, you know, like, what do you have to say if you're fucking Nick Saban? Right. I, and this is, of course, I have this take because I hate his guts, but you get into sports because you're a competitor, right? Especially if you're that fucking good, you're like intensely competitive. You're kind of on easy mode now, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Like, I saw someone make this analogy, and I've made this analogy before. Uh, you know, I love the old NCAA football games, and I actually just experienced it. I turned Colorado into a dynasty, and my contract expired. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to one-star Boston College, and I'm going to build them up because this is fucking boring because I've got top recruiting class every fucking year. Are you at least playing on Heisman level? Of course. Well, you don't even play the games, though. College, you have to, dude. You can't really know. How, how are you going to build a program with shitty players and just, oh, I'm just going to simulate? You can't do that in the college. But, I mean, stuff. okay, but when you get to w- – once you build the program and you've won a couple national titles and you're pulling in those – You still star, have to play the games. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Because you, you, yeah. it's not the NFL where I can simulate. <sighs> and, okay, I went 12-4. and four, I can play the playoffs now. No, you can't do that. So Yeah, because, I, I mean, even in that game, once you lose one, you're, you're playoff – I had or that. Actually, there weren't playoffs. Is there a playoff system in that game? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, it was the year you before. Just, they you have to be ranked pro- one or two at the end of the year. Yeah, I know that because the year before, my last year, I went 13-1 and one and fucking played in the goddamn Fiesta Bowl or some shit. I can't remember. No, no Rose Bowl. Was yeah. your one loss like late in the year? I think so. And I think it was to a shitty opponent. Oh. I just fucking dropped the goddamn ball. But anyway, but... Don't you kind of, for your legacy, like the one mark on you is that you failed in the NFL? Go to the NFL. Prove that you can fucking. Why? I just told you for your legacy. Instead of being the greatest college coach ever, which he unquestionably is, prove that you're the best co- coach ever. But why? I, why would you? 
I just told you. I, I know you just told me, but again, why? You literally are on Easy Street. He he doesn't need to retire because he's already fucking retired. No. I mean, he doesn't have to do shit. Again, like we said, he walks in, here's the scholarship, sign it, and see it practice. Right. And, I mean, why would you risk damaging your legacy, damaging your legacy any further than, I mean, because let's be honest, with the exception of a few of us and Daniel Tosh, mm-hmm. nobody fucking remembers him going to Miami for half a season. That's not true. Not, I mean, not a lot. The average fan. I mean, we're diehard sports guys, so yes, we know about it. And the analysts, every now and then, will talk about it. But I think if you know who Nick Saban is, you know that's part of his. But legacy. again, I, I do. The average fan don't care, <laughs> and the Alabama fan definitely doesn't no, give a shit. No, why I mean, would they're you? They're just like, well, whatever, you know. I mean, look at Steve Spurrier, great college coach, mm-hmm. shitty NFL coach. I mean, he got paid and said, eh, this ain't for me. I'm going to go back and basically dominate the next 20 years of college football. Well, he didn't, but. Not Spurrier. Well, well, yeah. Saban. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, Saban by far is a better coach than Steve Spurrier. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to throw that in there. But, but yeah, I wouldn't go to the NFL. I mean, you got a bunch of free agency and. All you know, at least in college, you have a little bit of power over those kids, and you don't have to put up with the the super egos. And hmm. even if they do, you know that look, this is a great player, and he's an asshole. In two years, he's gone anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. I, I wouldn't go back to the NFL. No hmm. way. It, it would. They would have to literally build a bank in my backyard, and I could just go there whenever I wanted and take out whatever money I wanted. Yeah. That being said, I wish you would leave Alabama so they'd fucking fade away and we could see somebody else in the SEC. Um, or just yeah. in the playoff in general. Like, good God, it's yeah. getting and, so... And that game further proved that even the best of the Big Ten has no business fucking being in the same stadium as the best from the SEC. They just, on a consistent basis, they're, they're not there. Yeah. And... and Probably won't be for a long time. Yeah. It's basically the SEC and Clemson versus the rest, the field. Justin Fields went up against a very defensive-minded coach with a very talented team and just looked horrible. And they say that he's hurt, but in your last college game, that is not a good look going into the draft. You better better kill it at the combine because I would say a lot of scouts – knocked him down a few pegs on the draft board after watching that well i mean that's i've always kind of had that theory in general for any quarter like we've seen it with him we've seen it with matt leinard we've seen it with not carson palmer carson palmer was a great nfl player but the quarterbacks of like the dynasty college football programs go to the nfl and they struggle usually because i don't i'm not on the better team yeah you know what i mean no i agree you know, my wide receivers aren't five yards wide open because... Yeah, and, and Devontae Smith, best part I saw on Twitter, one of the better, maybe the best, defensive back for Ohio State before mm-hmm. the game. They were asking him, you know, how he, what he wanted to see out of the game or who he wanted to cover. He said, you already know who I want to cover. Yeah, 
you want to cover the guy that put 12 catches, 215 yards, and three touchdowns on you? Is that the guy you want to cover? Because I don't think that's going to work out. Oh, it didn't work out. Right. So, yeah, you're trying to make a name for yourself and, and raise your draft stock. No. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Have fun in the XFL, asshole. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Justin Fields looked like a world beater a week and a half ago. Yeah. Stock was riding high, and then he goes to the national championship game and does that. So there's work to be done. But, again, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to be shit in the NFL. I no. just really don't. So, yeah. Neither will Mac Jones, by the way, while we're at it, just so that we're even. You know, Bam is – you know, there's speculation of him being a first rounder. It's like, yeah, Bama's quarterbacks. Me? I mean, what what Bama quarterback has done great since in the Saban era? None. Yeah. I mean, well, we don't know about Tua yet. We don't know about Jalen Hurts. Hurts looked decent. Yeah, but I mean, just in the last twenty years or however long he's been there, for Greg the most Ma- part, he's had mediocre at best. Quarterback come out. Mackle, what was it? I know who Ma- you're talking about. McElroy. I want to say it's not McElroy. No, McElroy was, was, I think, Texas. Yeah. No, no, there was a McElroy. You're right. Yeah, you're thinking of McCoy. Yeah. But uh, there was another one, though. AJ McCarron. McCarron. He's a backup. Yeah. Um, short of that, I can't think of anybody else. Me neither. But uh, AJ McCarron was the one that probably had the best shot or, or the one that looked the most legit. And even then he didn't look that great. And he, he's still in the league though. He's a backup. Yeah. So, I mean, but again, he's a backup, right? Just like Justin, Justin Fields will be. Mm-hmm. If he stays in the league at all. I mean, you know, Ohio state can produce linebackers out the yin yang, but, and occasionally a wide receiver. But after that, well, no, it's they can produce every position other than yeah quarterbacks. Yeah, didn't corners chase, are good, safeties are good, running backs. Chase are good. Young come come from there. Yep. Yeah. So they just they can't produce can't produce quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Right. Which, I mean, there really aren't any college programs out there right now. That it was USC for for years. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But again, they haven't done anything. Carson. Yeah. I mean, he was literally the last one. Yeah. Liner didn't do shit. No. Nobody. Sanchez, no. Barkley, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there isn't a program out Sam there. Sam Darnold, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got a shot. Yeah. He had Adam Gase as his head coach, though. So yes. Yeah. Florida, I mean, they, they pumped out great college quarterbacks, and none of them did shit in the NFL. I mean... Chris Leak is in prison right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, even you go back before that, Danny Werfel and uh, God, I can't even think of his name now. The guy before Danny Werfel was really good too in college. So, all right. What? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. Mm-mm. So, all that being said, we'll circle back and and talk about Wild Card Weekend. We had two triple headers. Um, Super Wild Card Weekend. Super wild card. Super game. wild card. Uh, Bills Colts. Good game. It was a good game. Better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colts made it close there in the fourth quarter, but Bills, you know, they, they weren't as on fire as they had been, mm-hmm. but they played well enough. Um, Josh Allen had a great game. Uh, Stephon Diggs played pretty solid. Colts defense played well. Uh, 
Got to fix the rush defense, though. Yeah, yeah, there's that's a a, a must, especially with what they got coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to be honest, I was secretly rooting for the Colts mm-hmm. for the simple fact that better matchup. I didn't want to play the Bills again, right. but um, yeah, so the Bills win that, and I'll just go ahead and start this off. Like you said earlier, go Bills. Yeah. At this point, I'm a Bills fan. Mm-hmm. Um, not only do – I mean, I have hatred for the Ravens and the Browns, pretty much the Bucks, only because it's Tom Brady. Right. Um, yeah. And I don't really care for any of the other teams. Buffalo's never won it. I'd be okay with the Saints, too. But at the – yeah. No, I would be – I'd be okay with anybody but – Baltimore, Cleveland, and, and Tampa. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could I could stomach anybody else. The rest, please. I would be happy to see Buffalo win though. Yes, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, given the amount of disappointment that I have shared and and experienced over the last decade with Mike Tomlin, it would only make sense that I pick the team whose name is actually an anagram for "Boy, I love losing Super Bowls." Yeah, you know, I mean. I'm re- it's a reason to root for him, though. I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be emotionally invested in Buffalo, but I would like to see him win it just for the simple fact that they've never won it. Right. And they do have one of the better fan bases in the NFL. According to Fox Sports, they have the best NFL fan base. A- and they might. They're definitely fucking nuts. I mean, yeah. they, they love their team. I, I give them that. The, the reason I say that is because, like, two weeks ago – Fox Sports did a contest to figure out the best. I don't know how they determined it. The best fan base in the NFL. And the Bills won. And oh, this is so brilliant. So the, their prize was a billboard saying that they're the best fan base. And the Bills fans got to pick to put it wherever they wanted. They put it in Foxborough, about a mile away from Gillette Stadium. Makes perfect sense. Right. Did you did you see the clip, too, of, of course, Bills fans, they win. Hey, let's put each other through tables. Did you see the guys that took it a step further? No. They fucking power bombed. This guy power bombed his buddy through a flaming table. <laughs> he was on fire for a little bit, but you uh, know, yeah. very snowy. So they, again, uh, as far as like a local fan base, I would say they probably are one of, if not the best. Yeah. But as far as like a nationwide fan base, there's nobody better than oh god Pittsburgh. I agree with that statement, but I didn't know this until I was, went through a YouTube rabbit hole a while back, and somehow, and I recommended it was a a clip from Inside Edition, a show I fucking hate because it's just not news at all. But uh, they did a little segment on Bills fans and how there are over a hundred Bills bars around the country, like places like St. Louis, oh, like I believe San that. Francisco, and everything. So. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, but not not as much as Pittsburgh. I'll, no, no, God no. There's over a hundred Steeler bars in Florida. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you literally, there's not a major city or or state for that matter in this country where you can't go and and find a Steeler bar that is dedicated to Pittsburgh on Sundays. Like w- when I went in September couple years ago to watch him play tampa bay there was one less than a mile from my condo and we went there all the time and it literally i 
felt like I was walking into a bar in Pittsburgh. So Bloomington yeah. Normal needs one of those. Uh, I, well, actually, they had one. No shit. Yeah, the um, it was called the Fifty Yard Line Tap. Mm-hmm. And I know there's one of the bars where a big group of them still goes to this day, but there was one called the Fifty Yard Line Tap. It's like a bank now, right downtown. But mm. on Sundays, that place was packed with nothing but Steeler fans. Huh. I used to actually, when I first started DJing, hosting karaoke, that was one of the bars that I did back in uh, be circa 1968. 1990, like 97, somewhere in there, 98, somewhere in there. Hmm. But yeah. Huh. So yeah, Buffalo gets the win, and they now await the Baltimore Ravens on saturday night then we had the rams seahawks did not see that coming no certainly not i mean wolford gets knocked in the next month to the point where they have to take him to the hospital but via ambulance mm-hmm. and jared Goff comes in and i i thought they these guys are done me too and no they're they're not they they got a pick six um russell wilson continued his subpar second half and the Rams hold on to win. The Rams' defense looked pretty damn dominant in that game. Yeah. Like, championship-caliber dominant. Don't know that they're going to pull it out because Jared Goff's thumb is going to have to get healthy in a hurry because you could tell it was bothering him. In fact, did you notice that anytime somebody went to shake his hand or give him five, he made sure it was the left hand and not the left? Of like, course, His yeah. thumb still very tender. It's going to have to get well quickly because I don't think Wolford's going to be available. They didn't even dress Blake Bortles for that game. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Former third overall pick, and he's a third-string quarterback. Bortles? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't even dress him. Yeah. So when they lost Wolford in literally is like the first, second series, mm-hmm. they were they had golf. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, Akers, another monster game for him. Um, that was basically the difference is the Rams defense and Cam Akers and Seattle could never get anything going. So there we go, 30 to 20. Then the Bucks and Washington. Bucks came out strong early, got up to the 9-0, and then Washington stormed back and made it a game to the point where people thought they were going to pull it out, but alas, it wasn't meant to be. Big props to Tyler Heineke, though. Yeah. Holy shit. It had a great game. Yeah. But – I say this to all these teams that are currently sucking his dick and pundits and talking heads, slow down. Matt Flynn, Rob Johnson. Yes, we um, literally just talked about this yeah. on the last show. I mean, this is a guy that nobody has much tape on. And, yeah, you come out, he had a great game. Kudos to you. But don't. that doesn't mean you should go out and give him $30 million a year. I don't know if he's even a free agent. I don't know. I don't think he is. I think. And it's a bright spot. They got something, you know, maybe he is the guy because it's not Alex Smith. No. You know, he's uh, kudos for, for doing what he did this year, but I kind of hope he, he retires. I think he's a free agent. Somebody might sign him, but look, you you proved it. You came back. You played. You played fairly well. Not great. Um, I don't necessarily think you earned yourself a starting job anywhere. No. But he'd be a great, like, uh, sort of the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick role or whatever as a mentor. He'd Yeah, you a team with a young quarterback, sign him, 
yeah, I would be all for it. But I just, yeah, no team is going to sign him and say, look, you're going to take us to the Super Bowl. Okay. What? No, no. Oh, I thought you maybe had some breaking no. news. Eh? No. So, yeah, I believe he's under contract because I think they were talking about it. So uh, they can see what they have next year. Maybe see what Dwayne Haskins does in the preseason or whatever, but I think they don't have Dwayne Haskins anymore. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Yeah, problem solved. Right. So yeah, um, depending on your draft position, I don't know that any stud quarterbacks are going to be there when they draft. But uh, Trask maybe, possibly. Yeah, because I think they're going to pick twenty, twenty second or twenty third somewhere in there. No. Oh no, wait. Well, they're no, they're a playoff team, so. Further back that, than that, that, probably. That automatically dropped. Well, I know Pittsburgh's got the 24th. Okay. And I've got to imagine Washington's going to be ahead of them mm. of the eliminated teams. Sure. Um, so they might be in the high teens or early 20s. Mm. i got to think of all the teams that lost. Of the six teams that lost, Washington's probably going to have the better draft pick than everybody else uh. because of their record. No, probably the Bears because, you know, they didn't win their division either. Yeah, but they're 8-8 eight and eight versus 7-9. and nine. Oh, yeah, then you're right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that was Saturday. Then Sunday, uh, Ravens-Titans. Titans jumped out 10-0, and I thought, oh, this is going to be just beautiful. And then, no. Lamar, Lamar Jackson basically had his way with him. Running the ball, he ran for 136 yards. Found Marquise Brown seven times for 109. Uh, didn't light it on fire throwing. Did throw a pretty bad pick, uh, but it was enough. They were able to. I mean, the main thing was they shut down Derrick Henry. That was the difference in the yeah. game. They had a chance late. It was only a seven point game. They had a chance, couldn't get anything going. But yeah, they. Uh, Baltimore came to play. I mean, their defense especially. They shut down what Tennessee wanted to do, and that's run the ball a lot with, with Derrick Henry, and he could not get anything going. Baltimore wins 20-13, and now, like I said, they go to Buffalo on Saturday night. In the midday game, Bears-Saints, Alvin Kamara did play and play well. Drew Brees starting to look a little bit more like Drew Brees now mm -hmm. that he's – Really, truly getting over those rib injuries. Michael Thomas was back, mm -hmm. and it showed. Uh, pretty much went the way we expected. Um, I expected it to be a bigger I, – I expected the Saints to score more than that, but they did what they had to do. Defense played well. Uh, Trubisky looked more like the Trubisky that, yeah. we, that we've known. So a lot of questions for the Bears. What, what are they going to do as far as a quarterback? The answer isn't Nick Foles. It's doesn't Trubisky. doesn't look like it's Trubisky, but I think I'd already heard a report that they're they they're moving on from him. So, which is the right move? Did you watch? I think I know the answer to this. So I don't even know why I'm asking it, but I'll do it anyway. Did you watch any of the Nickelodeon broadcast? Yes. Oh shit! Really? In fact, I watched three quarters in the Nickelodeon broadcast. Wow. Okay. To be fair. Most of that time, mm -hmm. I had my Xbox headset on because I was playing Call of Duty and just kind of... But I did, every now and then, take it off and then was quickly reminded why I had the headset on. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah. I get what they were trying to do. It's not for us. Fuck those kids. Damn. Football. If they want to watch football, come over to the Big Boy Networks and listen to real people talk. Not. They. I'll give them credit for this. I didn't watch a whole lot of it because I think I was well still at work for the a kid while. out in the in the sidelines. Mm-hmm. You could tell he didn't know what the fuck was going on, and lines were being fed to him. Yeah. Um. <coughs> they did a pretty good job of explaining stuff. Yeah. Uh, again, it, it wasn't bad, but uh, still. I don't know if a kid's going to turn on Nickelodeon and then, oh, football, and then stick around to watch it, though. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, I'll just say today's kids. Like, if if you're not into football, I can't see where that particular broadcast would. Yeah. I mean, they tried to do If anything, it it would ruin it. Because, yeah, oh, the slime zone and this, that, and the other. And, and then, so what happens next week? You got the kid hooked. Oh, I, Daddy, I like football. And then he turns it on CBS next week. Where's the fucking slime? Yeah. You know, where's the star of my favorite show that was in the booth last week? Yeah. Where's SpongeBob? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that was just a one-time special thing. Well, fuck this. I'm going to watch Nickelodeon or yeah. I'm going to go play Minecraft. Well, you got him hooked with the the kitty stuff and then you're just going to yank it away from him like uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. So yeah, while you might have pulled those viewers in for that one particular day, great, but now they're gone again because you gave them something and now you're never going to give it to them again. Right. I could see them, well, I don't know what the numbers are like ratings wise. I don't know if those are out or yet. Yeah. Out. Oh, yet. they're out. I just don't know what the hell they were. Me neither, but they do well. They might do it again. It's about. I could see it. I yeah. don't think it'll happen this year, just no. because of the short notice. But I, I could see him doing it like next season, maybe one game a week. Did you see what those kids did watching that game? Because they did voting for the MVP, Nickelodeon Valuable Player. Mitchell Trubisky won it. Oh wow! And if you won it, you were supposed to get slimed. Yeah, he declined. Which, you know. I, I saw that <laughs> uh, the coach was supposed to get slimed, Sean Payton. He did. I know, but he was supposed to get slimed on the field. The kid had the bucket of slime that he was going to give because he was talking to Cam Jordan mm. after the game. And uh, you could tell that the kid like showed Cam Jordan the slime, and he was like, yeah, I know. Coach was supposed to be here. I, you let him get away, but – I'll talk to you later. And he, he left. Like, he's yeah. like, you ain't throwing that shit on me, you little bastard. <laughs> and, and then they got him and they ended up getting Sean Payton in the locker room. But I'm willing to bet that Sean Payton knew damn well that, no, this ain't happening. And then after the fact, he was like, all right, let me. Wrong. Okay, well, wrong. He it. said during the week, because someone asked him, what do you think about the game being on Nickelodeon? Be an asshole about it. Just, well, I'm just wrong. Uh, he did say during the week. Someone asked, what do you think about the game being on Nickelodeon? He goes, well, if we win, I want to get slimed. Oh, okay. So, there you go. Well, he did. It just would have been cooler to see it happen on the field. But. No, I agree. But yeah. I can understand that. Let's do it in the locker room so I can change real quick. And yeah, right. Literally, on. what the cameras didn't show is like the shower entrance was probably right next to him. Right. Made a beeline for that. So, that wraps up our coverage. Uh, again, no need to talk about what happened Sunday night any further than we already did. Yeah, I think we kind of got that covered. So, we'll uh, talk about 
what's going to happen this weekend? Leading it off, we got two doubleheaders Saturday afternoon. What? I, again, no, it's oh. not related to this. <laughs> Sorry. Well, maybe you should focus your attention on what we're trying well, to do instead of... It's kind of important, but whatever. Oh, so you're, now you're going to make me feel bad? or Yeah, fuck oh. you. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I don't feel bad. All right. Uh, yeah, Saturday afternoon, Rams, Packers. I got to think it's going to be Goff, and hopefully yeah. for their sake he's a little better. Instant gut feeling says Packers. Me too, a broken thumb and cold Green Bay weather. I don't know. And, and Aaron uh, Donald is hurt too, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, really? While. Oh, excuse me. Shit. I don't think it was a sack. I think it was a, a QB hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golf basically sat on his chest and ended up tearing some rib cartilage. He's going to play. Wait, wait, Goff sat on Donald's chest? Yeah, like he wrapped him up, and as he took him down well, to the well, ground. Well, they're on the same team. Okay, so it wasn't Goff. <laughs> Wilson? That's the guy. Okay, I was like, why oh, would God. Donald sack? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, he's got some torn rib, rib cartilage. Says he's going to play, but up there in the cold, like, uh... Yeah. However, Packers lost. Bakhtiari. That's the guy. Bakhtiari. They're starting left tackle who is just phenomenal this year. And mm-hmm. they they literally signed somebody off of somebody else's practice squad. Ooh. I know I'm lining to the point where this that. guy, God, who did he play for? Um, he started a game for might be the Colts. He played on one of the losing teams last week. Oh, yeah. I think it was the Colts. Uh-huh. And now he might start the game against uh, for the Packers against the Rams. Oh, wow. Being the first player in NFL history to play for two different teams in the same postseason. That's crazy. That's, yeah. So all of that being said, if Aaron Donald can go 100 and the Rams defense plays the way they played last week. Mm-hmm. This game could be a lot closer than than we think. Yeah. Without a doubt. And a lot of it also depends on golf and how healthy he is. But they've got a great running game, running back with, with Cam Akers. I'm not thinking it's going to be a blowout, though. I mean, the potential is there. But, again, given how well the Rams defense is playing right now, how well Cam Akers is playing right now, the fact that Aaron Rodgers just lost his stud left tackle, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it, it could be a close game. All that being said, I'm still taking Green Bay probably right around what the line is, around seven. I can't argue that. I could yeah. say, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it was closer, though, because, I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey taking away Devontae Adams. So, But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers can make any receiver look good, it seems like. Yeah. And yeah. Lazar and I expect a Bobby solid Tanya game. I just I think Green Bay will – be able to, to score a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and then the prime time game, Ravens-Bills. Let's go, Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their lack of running rush, rush defense concerns me. Ooh, yeah, that's a horrible matchup. Yeah. Ooh. Um, if I'm not mistaken, though, Buffalo beat Baltimore this year, didn't they? 
I think so. I thought they did. Well, they would have played him, right? Because that's who, yeah. Yeah, they would have played him. Uh, I'll be damned. I don't see him. Maybe they didn't. No, they did not play. They played him in the per... Oh, that's postseason. No, that was one of those matchups. Like, we played him because we finished second. Oh, I see, I see. Last year. Hmm. So, yeah, no, they did not play them. So, yeah. Not a good matchup for Buffalo as far as stopping the run. But a really good matchup for Buffalo when they try to go to the air because they've got a great secondary. Mm-hmm. They they just they got to find a way to play contain and not let Lamar stack get loose. Stack the fucking box, yes. yeah. You're going to have to stack it, count on those uh, great corners to lock him up and, and make Lamar Jackson beat you. Uh, you got to do that. Yeah. Stack stack the box, make Lamar beat you with his arm, not his legs. Keep contain. They do that, they'll be in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Um this is really make or break I think for Josh Allen to prove that you know you're here and you're for real mm-hmm. cuz yeah, Colts got a great defense. Baltimore's got a great defense. So if you are that legit MVP caliber talent doesn't get any bigger than this. No. I mean, well, until the week after if you survive. But right. um, with Stephon Diggs, they, they, I'm still picking Buffalo, but I think it's going to be a really tight game. Yeah. Please, Buffalo, beat them. Right. I cannot handle another Baltimore. No. Right. So, yeah, I'm picking Buffalo. Maybe it's more of my heart in my head but fuck you it's my show yeah i'm same boat yeah sunday leading it off in the afternoon we got the browns visiting the kansas city chiefs go chiefs yeah and and go really really fast really just stop wake, the shit wake out wake up from your slumber because they have not looked good even before they started resting players the last few weeks. Hopefully they just kind of knew they were in coast mode. Talent-wise, they should beat the fucking breaks off the Browns. I was just thinking. Although the Browns do have a great running game, which is probably Casey's biggest weakness. Yeah, yeah for sure. Is stopping the run. A Baltimore-Cleveland AFC title game. Ah. Uh. Be about like a Bama, but I'd Ohio rather State jerk off title game. with a potato peeler than to watch that. Yeah. God, the thought just fucking yeah. made me shudder. Right. That, I don't think we'll have to worry about that though. I don't either. I, yeah, Casey's. Yeah. I. Although we said that last week, but uh, at, at this point uh, in my head, I just I don't think. Any of these teams can play with KC if KC is playing the way they should be playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't. Um, we already know that Andy Reid is phenomenal coming off of a bye. Yeah, but at the same time, like I said, a, a they kind of had well, at least some of their players kind of had a two week bye. Right. But, um, you know they did they weren't looking their best the last couple weeks of, of regular season play even before um, the last week. So 
we'll see. Hopefully, Andy gets him in shape. They've had plenty of time to to work on the work the kinks out. Um, yeah, they'll struggle with the run. I think that's a given. Um, might be a very motivated hunt. Oh yeah, definitely. Kareem Hunt coming in there, right? Not like he has a right to be pissed off. He right? Kicked yeah. His girlfriend, like exactly. I don't know why he would be mad because yeah, he basically place kicked his girlfriend's head, or well, I don't even know if it was a girlfriend or whatever. Whoever doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, you did that shit, so you brought that shit on yourself. But yeah, I'm still picking the Chiefs, and hopefully, big. They're ten point favorites. That seems a little high. It does. Yeah. I could see it happening though. If Casey yeah. if Casey plays the way that they played like early to middle of the year, that's not enough. Right. If they played the way they played towards the end of the season, that's way too much. Right. But we'll see. Uh go Chiefs, but only for that game, unless it's Baltimore. Like I don't want to see the Chiefs win it again. But if it comes down against Baltimore, yeah, go fucking Chiefs. Right. If it comes down against Chiefs and Bucks, go fucking Chiefs. Right. Chief, I wouldn't Chiefs and Packers, go fucking Chiefs. Right. I wouldn't be that I wouldn't really be upset or anything if Casey won again. I mean I wouldn't. Andy Reid suffered a lot of years where he got really, really uh, like close. Like I said, there's and, only three teams remaining that I'm an absolute no on. Mm-hmm. Packers is still they're not you know You haven't forgiven them. No. Yeah. I, I, I haven't blame you. No. And again, they're number four on my uh, of the eight. The 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 top three that I don't want to win the Super Bowl are Baltimore, Cleveland, Bucks, mm-hmm. and then Packers. The other four, then it would be Chiefs. I'd put Chiefs five. So my my preference in order: Buffalo, Rams, Ram, Rams, Saints, Chiefs. And then the other four. Okay. So, um, that being said, Sunday night, Sunday late, Sunday afternoon, depending on where you live, uh, Bucks, Saints, Bruce Arians, 0 for 4 against the New Orleans Saints. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. But. He didn't have Tom. Well, no, he had Tom Brady. He had Tom Brady twice this year, and they got their ass beat. Well, the first game, they didn't get their ass beat. Second game, they got annihilated. Right. If you remember, wasn't that game like 40-something to three? I mean, it was bad. Right. Very, very bad. And that was after Antonio got there. I mean, right. I think think that was Antonio's first game was against New Orleans. But they're, they're playing pretty solid right now. Both teams are. It's in New Orleans, but that doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, It's really hard to beat a team three times in one, it one season. Sure, it certainly is. Yeah. Line is three. What you got? Fuck, dude. Um, I, head over, or heart over head, I guess. I'll, I'll take the Saints. No, it's not like the Saints are underdogs. I mean, they're favored to win, but it'd be nice to see Drew get another ring. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, no, I would. I'd be okay with that. Um, a lot better than Tom getting his seventh. 
I want the Saints to win, but just something tells me that Tom's not going to lose three times to one team. Okay. I'd love it. Sure. But I just I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Bucks are going to find a way to win this one. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Our picks are Packers will be taking on – well, I guess we're split on the Bucks and Saints. But we both took the Packers. We both took the Bills. We both took the Chiefs, and we're split on the Bucks saints I got the Bucks. He's got the Saints. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, moving away from the sports world quickly. I guess it doesn't have to be quickly, but whatever. Uh, did you see the Deadpool news? I did not, know. Uh, there was an interview with Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. Talking about WandaVision, which is coming out three days. Something fif- like that. 15th, yeah. I believe. Which means I got to go and update my credit card information on my Disney Plus account so that I can watch that. Mm. Or maybe I'll just use the streaming box. Say, fuck you to Mickey Mouse. And they had enough money already. I do, but I won't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, anyway, they got around to Deadpool. Basically, he confirmed that Deadpool 3 is a go which we pretty much knew but it, it yeah. is officially going to become part of the mcu which we figured but kevin feige said it which means it's it's gonna happen right and he also guaranteed and and basically said still it's gonna be deadpool mm-hmm. it's gonna be the same r-rated deadpool that we know and love right granted if he crosses over into one of the other titles probably be a you know what you do? You just bleep them, and you have Deadpool acknowledge it. Why the f- is my words being bleeped? Oh, that would be, yeah, yeah. no, that would be great. Yeah. But the kids, that they won't do it because of that, the kids. Because then even at that point, the kids are going to be like, Mommy, what? why is that? Why? What word is he saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love the idea. He has it, to at least acknowledge the fact that he can't. Or I know you didn't watch um, the Good Place, but you know it takes place in heaven, and they did something very clever to where because the main character I guess curses a lot, yeah, because she's supposed to be in hell. So what the what the fudge, or what the French? Like her language is automatically changed. Yeah. So you just do that and have Deadpool acknowledge it. No, I yeah, I think that would be genius. I really yeah. do. And then you have another character say shit, and he goes, "What the French?" Yeah, yeah. Nope, that would be great. Yeah. You, you should call Kevin Feige. I don't have his number, unfortunately. Damn it! I'm sure you can find him on social media somewhere. He doesn't read that until let's get his address. I'll until they shut door. that down too. That's right. Just without getting into the political side. What are your thoughts on all that? I'm not touching it because this is not a politics show. But I, I'm not talking. About, I'm just talking about the the whole social media like bond, banding together to ban said person legally. Hey, they're a private company; they can do whatever they want. Okay. So, do you believe that small businesses should just say "fuck you" and open because they're a private company and they can do whatever they want? Mm. This is what is fair question. No. Why? They're a private company. 
why why can Twitter and Facebook do whatever they want because they're a private? I thought company. you said you didn't want to get into the politics of this. This isn't politics. Yes, this it is, is. This is business. <laughs> I mean, it's just something to think about. Okay, that's all I'm saying. All right. Anyway, um, I talked to her earlier about the whole Flash thing. I thought there was going to be a new Flash. It's an animated movie. Oh. And it was, I wouldn't even say where I got the article from because then I'm a bigot. It was gay news or something like that. I guess the guy that's playing the Flash. Gay news? It's something, yeah. I can show you the link. Oh, okay. I think the actor that got the part that he's playing the Flash in the new um, Justice Society animated movie that they're doing that he's playing Barry Allen and he's gay. So it was on a gay website. Oh, okay. And, and the reason why it wasn't more wide, widely known news is because it's an animated movie. And most people, the general public anyway, doesn't really give a shit about that. They want nah. the big screen with the actors and all that. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, did you have anything else? I thought I had, um, I told you this on the way here that the, Rumor, and I think Rockstar teased it a little bit, that they are working on a new GTA. Yeah. Great yep. news. Love that. And the rumor is it's going to be Vice City. Hopefully they've been working on it for a long time. <laughs> because, I mean, and they should. They've had time. Although, granted, we already know that they've been still putting in work. They just released a new big, whole new like island update with a brand new giant heist. For uh for GTA Five, but I I gotta think that they've been working on this in secret for a long time. I would hope. Well, yeah, because I remember when Red Dead Two was announced, it came out like a year later or something, right? Or maybe two years. It was a relatively quick turnaround for a game of that size. So I think Red Dead Two. It was close to two years from announcement to release. Okay. That it it was known that they were working on it, mm-hmm. but that was it. There were there weren't any like, wasn't like Cyberpunk where it's been talked about for seven eight years and then they release it. It's a piece of shit. Uh, you know what's ironic about that? I don't know if you heard this or not. Do you know what platform is the best to play Cyberpunk on? Stadia. Really? If you play it, yep. It, Stadia users, it it runs the smoothest. It runs the best. Wow. So if you have kick-ass internet, that's like the I way said, to play Cyberpunk. Like I said, I didn't have a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. I, I had a few. Most most of my issues were like audio drops and things of that nature. Um, of course, that's Xbox Series X, so the most powerful console in the world right now. Yeah. Um, that has shitty exclusives. Um, yeah. Well, I say that, but... No, it does. I, I agree. I, that's my biggest... Uh, I mean, right now, for quote next gen there's nothing out like it sucks the last couple weeks i've literally gone on the store and looked and there's nothing there as far as new games i had to download jedi fallen order which i downloaded and played through pretty good that's what i heard yeah yeah it's actually pretty you know who the the star of the game is no cameron monaghan oh from um shameless yes that's right also joker in gotham yeah i I did know that actually Um, yeah, he was sitting there like it's. I'm looking at him. I'm like, he kind of looks familiar. And then I heard him talk. I'm like, holy shit, it's him. It's Ian from Ian Gallagher. Mm. Do you did you ever watch Shameless? I watched a little bit of it. First couple seasons, yeah. Yeah, first few seasons were great. Last season is a big. It's been a disappointment since 
Fiona left. Mm-hmm. Um, the new season's out. I haven't watched it yet, but and I'll watch it because it's the last season, and you know, might as well finish it because I've been with them for nine seasons. Right. You know? Let's right. just see how it ends, right. or eight seasons, whatever total numbers been. But right. anyway, back to what the hell we're we even talking about. Oh, GTA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the rumor is it's going to be in Vice City, mm-hmm. which would be cool. Except we had the you know Liberty City, which is basically New York, and then Los Santos, which is Los Angeles. Combined, wasn't Los Santos kind of combined? With, yeah, it's also like Upper California as well. Yeah, they've kinda got like San North, Andreas. It, yeah, the, it's almost like California. You, you don't really get a San Francisco, but you get kind of a Northern California redneck vibe that they have there. And then, of course, Los Santos is basically Los Angeles. There's a Beverly Hills section. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one Compton. thing. Yeah. The, yeah, there was a Compton. I forgot. Yeah, basically. basically, yeah. Uh, that's one thing that I do love about GTA 4 and 5 is, like, those cities, while they're not named it, are basically the actual cities yeah. of New York and L.A., like, to the alley. Mm-hmm. They did a, a phenomenal job of recreating those cities. And as far as an open world thing, man. I heard a few years ago, there was a guy who went to Los Angeles and I don't know, I, he spent like a week there. And this is a pretty shitty way to spend a vacation, in my opinion. But he basically went around and took photos comparing real to, life to Los Angeles. compare it to Los Santos. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty fucking nuts. But yeah. And like I said, they're all you know pretty spot on. With with the building and streets and and everything like that, it's it's pretty cool. It's almost like you know, like I've never been to California, so, but I've yeah. spent a shitload of time in Los Angeles thanks to Los Santos. Like right, it, it, I could probably, uh, maybe not right now because it's been so long since I've actually been on the game. But back in the day when I was playing, didn't uh, need the map. Yeah, hmm. I I knew where I wanted to go. The only one where I was even remotely sketchy would be like the very, very top of the map because you don't spend a whole lot of time up there. Right. But like downtown L.A., I could have went and walked anywhere I wanted to go just because I knew from from GTA, I knew where the hell I was going. So. Right. Did, that'd be Vice City would be kind of cool, too, because I just thought of that. You could also you'd have the Miami part, but you could also do, you know, the swamp yeah. Oh, yeah. As big as those maps have been, especially now, if they build it for next gen, it's going to be even bigger. Yeah, it could be huge. And like I said, you could you could include the Everglades mm-hmm. and or at least part of it anyway. Um, yeah, that that would be pretty badass. You could kill somebody and take them out and feed them to the gators. And the you could do Cuba as well, probably. At the very least, an expansion pack. Right. Or that might have to be like a cutscene, sort of like Red Dead Two. Well, get on a boat and then okay, now I'm in Cuba, and I could definitely see that happening. And they actually have that in GTA now. The new island that they just released, I believe, is the same way. Like you travel to that island, and it's like a separate map. I, I'm not 100 percent on that. I know that there is the in GTA when you go to the other place where. Michael was supposed to be buried mm-hmm. or whoever the guy somewhere in the Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. That you online, mm-hmm. you could glitch it and get to that area. Oh yeah. I believe it. And, and they could do that. The same thing with Cuba. Like you jump in a plane or whatever and fast travel to Cuba and do the thing you got to do. Mm-hmm. Or they just make Cuba a hell of a lot closer 
to Vice City than Cuba it is, is to really. Miami. Right. Or I guess it wouldn't be called Cuba. I know what you'd call it. Well, they could call it because it's a country. Yeah, I guess they you could. They could still call it Cuba. Right. They'd have to change the, the name of the whatever city or whatever. So Havana, call it something else. Yeah, you know? Mahana or some shit. I don't know. They'll figure it out. All right. Uh, I had heard, and I don't think, I didn't really buy into this rumor too much, but it got me really excited that a few years ago, the rumor was the map was going to be the entire United States, just kind of like a shrunk down version. I'm like, I don't, what, you're going to walk two blocks and, okay, now I'm in Vegas, walk two blocks, okay, now I'm in Chicago. Yeah, you couldn't really do that. too much. No. I could see somewhere down the road doing basically what we just talked about. Liberty City, Los Santos, Vice City kind of thing where you can travel from each one but not drive from one all right. the way to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck, driving across Los Santos or driving around the the whole – when when you could create your own – I think you still can, but when they came out with the race creator, mm-hmm. I made one that was literally the entire – Jesus. One lap around the whole island. Yeah. And I think it was 20. In the supercars, it was like 22 minutes. Jesus. Which, that's a lot. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about a video game map, that's a lot of traveling. When you're traveling almost 200 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine trying to walk that <laughs> with with your video character or whatever. People have done it. Oh, I know. People need lives. Yeah, people have done a lot of crazy shit in that game. Good God. Well, it took years to figure out the mystery of uh, the symbols on the, uh, was it a lighthouse or whatever? And it says, come back when your 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 story is complete, and then you 100% it and go back, and then you see a fucking spaceship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and then there's, like, there were so many cool Easter eggs in that game. There's If you go to a cliffside at night, the ghost that's hanging mm-hmm. out there and yeah, they, they, the infinity killer and yeah. Infinity killer, the serial killer in the game. I think in a couple news reports, they allude to it. And then in certain spots, you'll see the infinity symbol, which is a sideways eight or in like, sometimes it's an upper upside, like an eight, an actual proper eight. Like, there will be eight, and then there are eight bodies scattered. Like, one is, like, in the ocean, like, in a bag. See, I never – I must have quit playing it by the time yeah. that really got discovered. Yeah. There's another one, too, where if you – there's just, like um, – it almost looks like uh, – I don't know what you call it. Not a crate. Um, like, the door to, like, a uh, submarine. It, it looks like that, but it's at the bottom of the ocean, and I if – and it's just knocks. It's just those knocks in Morse code translate to cousin. Would you like to go bowling? <laughs> yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah. Uh, Rockstar. Oh God. What was the game? Might have been Left for was it Left for Dead? No. Hmm. I want to ask you about that, but remind me. Might have been, maybe it's State of Decay. Anyway, there was a video game. I, wa- I want to say it was State of Decay to where it's like an ap- apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. But at one part of the map, you find an old truck and trailer. Mm-hmm. 
and it's literally Snowman's trailer with the bandit. You've seen Smokey and the Bandit, right? Yeah, yeah once. The the image on uh-huh. the side of Snowman's trailer mm-hmm. of the the literal bandit doing a holdup of a stagecoach. Yeah. With the mask and the hat on. Uh-huh. It was literally that trailer that was in the video game. Oh, wow. And I remember who I was sitting there with playing the game. I'm like, oh, that's fucking Snowman's trailer. I'm like, what? I'm like, Smokey the Bandit. And I Googled it. I'm like, look, that's mm. literally the trailer. Uh-huh. Oh. Kind of cool, the little Easter eggs that a lot of these games will throw in there. I know. That's pretty awesome. Um, I forgot about this, but I know you used to love the game. Left 4 Dead. Did you hear about that spinoff? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, I can't remember. I, lo- I just watched the trailer. Yeah. On on the Microsoft Store while I was bored. And it's, it's another something for with the number four in the title. Right. Um, let me find so, it. And it's set up the same way. It's it's basically like a four-player co-op in an undead world. It's worms, some kind of parasitic worm that like gets into the people's brains and turns them into basically zombies. Because it's the creators of yes. Left 4 Dead left and, you know, can't use that name anymore. So there you go. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I'll check it out. It was a, it was fun, but it wasn't – not a lot of replayability to it. Yeah. Well, it, you say that, but you played fucking the zombie maps on – was it Black Ops fucking over and over and over. Which, yeah, I got to get on there and download that because apparently it's free. Cold Cold War Zombies now is is free on the store, so I need to hurry up and get off here so I can start that download. Yeah. Remember, I was at a chorus concert, and I'm like, "Hey, all right, it's over. You can pick me up. Um, I'm in the middle of a run. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking a half hour later, you finally picked me up, you prick. You're lucky. It was only a half hour. I know. Well, you were deep into it. I think you started it when I left. Yeah, because the one, I think you still lived here at the time. We I did, did. 14 hours in one game playing. Oh God! What was the name of that map? Started with an A. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to remember it. As- Ascension was the name of it was a cold or not Cold War, but Black Ops zombie map, and we started it at five o'clock in the evening mm-hmm. with four guys. Yeah, and we went until seven o'clock the next morning. Jesus Christ. And one of the guys of the, of the four that initially started, one of them just quit at like, I don't know, one or two in the morning. Hmm. Like, I'm done. So he quit out. The other one, which was my buddy Dave's roommate at the time, hmm. he went to sleep. <laughs> it, we were. Did he fall asleep? Like during the game? <laughs> More or less. I think he he was just starting to nod off. So he just set the controller down and. And went to sleep, and me and Dave ended up playing it for like another three or at least two or three hours. Jesus Christ. Because we had it set up to where everybody would be hiding in one room, Mm -hmm. and you had windows all along, and the other guy was just running circles with the train of zombies so that the guys in the room could sit there and just shoot, shoot, shoot. And then when you'd get a nuke or whatever to reset it, everybody could run and maybe get ammo or whatever. And yeah, Mike Mike went to sleep 
and me and Dave just kept going and going, and we'd get down to the end of the round where there'd be one zombie left, and we'd have all this money to spend. So one guy would take the zombie and make him chase him all the way to the other end of the map and do circles there while the other guy went and bought everything, hit the box, did the shit he had to do. Mm. And then you would trade off. The other guy would take the zombie while I would go and do my shopping. And then we'd kill the final zombie and start it all over again. Well, finally at like 7 in the morning, I don't even remember what round we were on, but it was ridiculously hard and like it took a lot to kill the zombies at this point. Finally, I was like, I'm done. You yeah. Know? So we just went out in a blaze of glory. You know, 14 hours later. Jesus. Good times. So yeah, hopefully I've heard Cold War Zombies is pretty decent. Um, like I said, if it's free, I'm gonna check it out and maybe I'll have something to report on. But. Yeah. What's crazy is that I, my PS4, I barely touched that in the last three months just because I've been playing so much NCAA football, and I don't know if I told you this or not. My Christmas present for myself this year was $2. It was NFL Head Coach 09. I saw that sitting on the floor when I picked you up. Yeah. Didn't that game suck? No, it's just it's pretty tedious. I mean, yeah. Well, you had the first one. That one was even worse. Because it would take you, like, eight hours, and then, okay, the season's finally started. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, they scaled it back a little bit. I haven't gotten super deep into it. Um, I got, like, two or three games into a career with the Jets, and then I turned it off, and then I picked it up, like, an hour later. The fucking Jets. That uh, fucking rebuilding, man. And uh, not the Jets. The Lions, sorry. And oh. then, even worse. Because that was the year they went 0-16. And... Uh, there you go. Yeah, they uh, that game doesn't have an autosave feature, so it was like five hours of gameplay just lost. Oh, so I just started over with the Dolphins. Wow. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I uh, believe that's gonna wrap it up for this show. When you off again? Uh, so. Saturday. That's a possibility. I'm off Saturday and Sunday, so maybe we can set something up where we do an actual. Like live comment, not really live, but right, watch along or whatever. I had this thought too the other day. Um, we need you and Jake need to do a like podcast companion, a watch companion for Major League. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, and I know he'd be in, and just any excuse for him to watch that movie again. Right, he's gonna be on here real soon because, like I said, we got a uh, he's got a lot of Cub thoughts to talk about. So, all right, we'll get that going. Uh, so yeah, we uh we may be back Saturday, maybe not, depending on how the weekend goes. Week goes, we'll see what's up. But that's gonna wrap it up for episode forty-one. Thanks for listening. I'm Dees. He's Dylan. Bye bye. See ya.